0: All right, alright. Are, we right. are <laughs> so, we on? Yeah, we're on. Okay. So we got Eliza, age thirty two, powerful, oh beautiful woman. And we got Leah, age forty three, a powerful, beautiful woman. This episode is about how powerful women are, and I thought you two would be a great combination to get to together <laughs> because you got slightly different worldviews on your own capabilities as a woman. And <laughs>
1: What a sweetheart, (laughs) (laughs) what an intro.
0: Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm personally, I'm I love, love, love women's power, and I feel like it's on the uprise of the feminine energy in Mm. men as well as women at the moment in the world, and it's a really needed shift in the collective consciousness state for men to hold. More feminine energy, more care, and more loving, more unconditionalness, more creativity, more chaos that that can needs to upright Can these to uprise? <laughs> um, so I, I kind of just I just want to celebrate that.
1: That's cute. You've always <laughs> that's so cute, mate. You I'm so happy to celebrate that. Bring it on. <laughs> You've
2: always celebrated that, jazz though, you haven't
0: you? I have. Yourself. I yeah. have. Um, Bless. But it's probably because I'm quite feminine. Um, but but it's so true. so Leah Leah. So I don't. We want to go straight into this. Basically, I feel I've heard some amazing things about you, Leah. Yeah, from what, what you've told what me. What
1: the heck am yeah, I? Yeah, find for. out how it came about. <laughs> so
0: Leah Leah's got amazing capabilities when it comes to giving birth to children.
1: Correct. Correct. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I will own that from your experience and your knowledge and yep. your trial and error, I guess, and your just your journey.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And then Eliza's um, been talking about freezing her eggs.
2: Yeah, but this all came about because I heard a bit about your story, your birthing story. Okay. And I started shooting questions at Jazz, didn't I?
0: I've just given top-line stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. What did you hear? like what took place and how it took place and everything like that. I was like, how does this work? And I was like asking Jez a million questions and he said, I'm not, I have enough information to handle all these questions. You need to go to the source. I was like, all right. Um, Good idea. Yeah, yeah, because I found it fascinating. Um, Yeah, not that I'm not, I mean, not that I'm not open to it. I wouldn't, I don't think I would be able to do what you did. But, um, but I just love to find out people's stories like that. Um, so we'll, yeah. g-
0: we'll give you a chance, Leah, to just explain yeah. the power of what you do <laughs> yeah. or what have you done in experience.
1: Okay. So, well, I'm a 43-year-old mother.
2: I can't you're um, 43. Thanks, yeah.
1: <laughs> It's all the meditation, truly. Okay. Um, and yeah, you're doing I'm, something right. Yeah, and I'm a mother that raises my own children mm-hmm. and I am a devoted wife. How many kids do you have? I've got three children. Really? And when I'm not doing that, when I'm not, you know, crazy busy, I'm a birth doula. Are you? Yeah. You so I think that? that's why I'm here. Yes. To kind of talk a bit about, yeah, Birthing and motherhood yeah. and and I've had three very different experiences. So I feel like I can talk about it because I've experienced, you know, a great experience, a medium kind of experience and then, you know, uh, quite a traumatic experience. So oh, yeah, I can okay. kind of relate to everybody who has had, you know, good and you know, a bad experience. Yeah. yeah.
2: Can I ask how old you were when you had your first child? Yeah, I
1: was 27. Okay. He's now nearly 16. And then um, my second was at 38, so she's four. And then recently I just had a nine month. Okay. So, yeah, a newborn. Wow. Yeah. And I have to say, Liza. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that um, my second birth was the best day really? of my life. How come? I went to a place that I never thought was capable.
2: Oh, is this the experience I would have heard of? Or was it the I'm third sure. child? I'm not okay. sure. I'm not sure. Um yeah. Okay. So you've got I've got so many questions. Yeah. So you've got um gat interesting yeah. gaps. Yeah, so between... I, two different partners. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. So um that twenty-seven year old young girl. Yes. Yeah. Is a very different personality, right. yep. yeah. Yep. So, different partner, different life, yep. different values, different yep. morals, um, internet, yeah, way more savvy, yeah, um, and yeah, just that natural evolution of being a young maiden to a mother, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: You you really, what I love about your approach and the enthusiasm which you've shared it with me, Leah, is that, um, just owning, you know, your role in terms of, you know, bringing life into the world and um and and your enthusiasm and passion for that light excites me (laughs) i know because i just i because you take great responsibility in it and absolutely and um and you really own it i guess
1: what's the point Mm. what is the point having children and then going okay yeah. See you later. I'm going to pay someone else now to yeah, raise yeah. my children. Yeah, yeah. So it, it really baffles me and it must be, I, I think maybe because I am 43, I'm a little bit older, so mm. I've, you know, experienced, you know, from my 20s, 30s to 40s and I've got to, you know, in my 40s and I've realised, I've just realised that this is it, that there's such fulfilment in creating life, yep. mm. growing life, birthing life. Yeah then nourishing it and then fucking raising it (laughs) to be the most incredible human beings, to leave an imprint on this earth and a more evolved version of yourself. Yeah when you go yeah like what an amazing job that's my job I'm the fucking CEO of that <laughs> I, I create life no no shit so yeah. you know you create podcasts you might create <laughs> art people create music people go and learn law yeah. they become builders I just feel like we've numbed. You know creating life,
0: you're master in the craft of creating
2: absolutely.
1: life absolutely it doesn't i don't understand it doesn't get in actually any better than that,
2: yeah from my experience, what's amazing? <laughs> what's amazing is you talk, that's interesting to think about. You had a baby in your twenties, a baby in your thirties, and a baby in your forties, yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. So you're going to go for your fifties, wow. absolutely. <laughs> I'm really? Addic- I'm addicted
1: to it, Liza. Uh, I love it so much. Really? So you're <laughs> going to keep going? Yeah, if I can. Okay, if I can. Yes. Like I, obviously, there's realities that come with that. Yeah, but I feel great. Yeah, you know. And I, I don't know where this. You get older, and you know, there's this these sort of theory that oh it gets tougher. I just think that's actually outside influences. Yeah. Mm. Dictating your attitudes. Yeah. Okay. And and as a woman now who's just given birth at forty two Hello. Yeah, see, You know, like people just don't even get pregnant at forty two. Yeah, yeah.
2: Did you in your latest again, this is These are private questions. Not at all. (laughs) Did you get pregnant naturally? Or naturally. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God, I don't know where to start. I've got so many. (laughs) Bring it on, bring it on. Um, I'm so excited to share. By the way, it's funny. (laughs) It's funny because, Jess, I feel like for a little while you're like, I'm not ready for kids. I'm not sure when I want kids, blah, blah, blah. It's like recently, like maybe the past six months, you've been like, oh, I'm all about it now. I How old are you, Jess? 33. Yeah, is yeah. this something about your two meeting up? It's See, really you're 30, inspiring me. So you're thirty. So you're yeah.
1: So you also got to take into account the physical body. So yeah. there's certain hormones that get downloaded, yeah. you know, like a like um, a software program. Yeah. And it's only at certain times when the body is actually evolving. So when you reach thirty-five, yeah. you will probably experience, you know, more of those hormones. We're now thirty-two. You're like meh probably mm-hmm. want to get married more before you actually have children. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so I think there's a theory, it, it's a Rudolf Steiner theory. I don't know if you heard of Steiner. Yeah. So he um, talks about every seven years, there's seven-year phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, your next one's at 35, then it's 42. Mm-hmm. You would have just experienced your mm. um, 28, so that's your dark night of the soul, um, which is the Saturn returns. So, yeah. you know, every seven years the cells change, the body mm. changes, and you have these life-defining experiences. Experiences. And um, you uh,
0: biologically, your cells correct. Yeah, exactly, like your, everything in your body renews after seven years. Your bones take the longest, right? Your tongue's the quickest. And, yeah, you know it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so therefore, if your physical body is changing, therefore your emotions are changing. Therefore, your spirit's going to change. So your values and morals are going to change. So, like you said, at 20, 30, and forty, yeah. I'm a very different yeah. woman. I've yeah. evolved. Yeah, and you can't control it. Yeah. I mean, when I was twenty-seven, and I divorced my, you know, my Husband, I was like, no fucking way, am I having any more kids? Like, then something happened.
2: You did you meet? You met? The I right met person, this, or you, this yeah. incredible guy, mm-hmm. and
1: I was like, bring it on! I was like, implant me! <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Fertilize I need me. because I met this is Carl. Me, this is Carl, yeah. So <laughs> Do you know Carl? He's
0: powerful. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a warrior.
1: Yeah. How did you meet? Through my sister um, at her twenty first. It was a fancy dress. He came as this naked warrior man. He just had his <laughs> tattoos or muckle done all over his body. And because it was my sister's birthday, I thought I'd do funny because I don't always do sexy. Yeah. And I thought, you no, 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 you do sexy. So she went as Wonder Woman and I went as a prawn. <laughs> Amazing. And so the prawn and the naked dude got together Amazing. and it was love at first sight. I know that sounds really cheesy, but it's actually fucking true. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. I believe. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. But- oh but um, <laughs>
2: Yeah, I love. love But anyway, what I'm saying is, it
1: it does really help when you meet your match Mm. because, as mammals, right on this earth, that's what we're here to do. You know, we sniff each other out and we find someone that we like, and then we want
2: to reproduce with them. Do you think that you would have had more kids on your own if you hadn't met someone else after your first
1: (laughs) child? I think that I'm naturally quite maternal. Okay, yeah. And I think, as I was talking about, as you get older and you evolve as a woman, that that urge becomes stronger. Yeah. And I would, I'm pretty, you know, innovative. You know, I'm pretty open. So, I, yeah, maybe I would have considered that. Yeah. Um. And let's face it, you know, women can hunt and nest at the same time. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the best. Hey, we that can. Is the best. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So my scenario is. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I'm 32. I'm um, freaking out a little bit about that, only because the clock does tick. Having said that, if I was 25, I wouldn't care about where I'm at in my life. I just know that I want to have kids at some point. Yeah. Um. So that's why I'm yeah looking at my watch constantly. Yeah. Um. But as I said, if It's just a number thing. I feel young and I feel – and I'm happy being single at the moment. Um, So that was – that's behind the choice of egg freezing so that I can get to, you know, a later age, like into my 40s and still have that option, whether I have a partner or not. Um, But why I was interested in you is, yeah, mostly hearing your birthing story. And I guess I didn't even know – that you just literally had a baby and that you're in your 40s, because that again fascinates me. Because I'm like, great, you know, the options are endless. And that, to know that I potentially have over 10 years um, mm. is really exciting. Because um, I actually have a. Did you like being. Do you like the idea of being a young mum? Because you go, well, I guess at 27, you weren't. It's funny if I think
1: back now, I was such a rookie babe. Okay. You know, I look at my firstborn and I think, oh, you poor thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you make so many mistakes. Yeah. But bless him. Mm-hmm. Like that was, you know, he taught me so much. Yeah. And through those mistakes, I've become a better yeah, mum. Right. Um, w- going back to, you know, being 32 and freaking out, I have to say, you know, that's, that's, I feel like that's someone else's fear that okay, you've yeah. taken on. This is true. And I think you should just enjoy just, you know, meeting yeah and and, yeah. and owning your womanhood and mm. perhaps if you kind of rejig that attitude, I don't think you'll have any problems. Yeah. I mean, also you need to look after yourself yeah. and um but yeah, I if, obviously at forty three I don't feel that there's any problem. I think it's an outside influence and I think we all need to be aware of that. That we can, you know, create Children mm-hmm. into our 40s. But you, yeah.
0: But it, I think it's also definitely worth acknowledging that the, I suppose the work you've put into yourself in terms of your own internal evolution, your, you know, meditation, your, yeah. your, I'm try, you know, experimenting and, and, um, being curious about your own capabilities as a woman, and 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 be not afraid to try new things. I think all those things has led you to a place where you're capable. Yeah. as you are
1: absolutely. When you. Like I said, take, when you're creating life, you have to take this stuff seriously. Yeah. When you create, when you become a lawyer, how long do you study that for yeah, to exactly. become that role? Hmm. How long?
2: I don't you?
0: know, ten years or something. Yeah. Seven years
2: <laughs> so, something. so where Five is the st- <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but where
1: is the study in becoming? A creator of a human being. Yeah, you know, mm. where do we go to mm. actually delegate that time and that energy to oh, no. to making ourselves the best version of ourselves to create the best, you know, offspring? Yeah. So, um, you know, as no. you get older, you kind of want to. You go out of your way to go right. Well, what are those? What are those things? Let's get savvy. And one of the first things that I started to do was medita- meditate, which is how I met Jez. Mm. And you know, I totally de-stressed the body before I
2: conceived. Had you, you hadn't tried prior to that? Like you want? You decided you want to get your you wanted to get your mind and body right. Correct. Okay. And that's
1: called conscious conception. So consciousness being awake, being yep. present, mm-hmm. being available. Mm-hmm. So before I actually conceived, I went, right, how am I going to prepare the mind, body, and spirit mm-hmm. before I bring down or invite mm-hmm. yet this this beautiful essence, this beautiful child into me so then I can be the best version of myself so I can give this baby yep. the best start to its life mm-hmm. so then I can create a human,
2: human being. And like a, was...
1: Create a, like a... A superhuman is what I want to say.
2: Okay, that, superhuman. That yeah. preparation was different to when you had your baby in your twenties. Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you just thought it was something you, you would just do because you were married and?
1: Well, you just—I was so different. You know, I just fell pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's have a baby. Okay, um, and I was—I surra- wasn't really surrounded with those people that gave me depth to you know, birthing and having babies and Mm. motherhood. Um, I was the first in my, you know, group of friends to fall pregnant. Um, So, yeah, experiencing that end of conception compared to, you know, my third baby, which was very conscious conception. Yes. um, Yeah, poles apart. (laughs) Poles apart. And going back to Rudolf Steiner, he says, if you want to know how your child will learn – Ask the parent how it was conceived, how the baby was carried, how the baby was birthed. So conscious conception is the absolute
2: seed. Oh, I would never ask my parents any of that. Is the absolute
1: <laughs> seed to creating superhumans. So when you get when you hear this information, you, you can't ignore it. Yeah. You Cannot ignore what you know. Mm, mm,
0: mm. Yeah. So, 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 so it's
1: your responsibility then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And so, just to paint a picture of what the adver- what the opposite is like, is I suppose, is if we have all this, um, I suppose, conditioning. We would probably call it, or like karma, or you know, baggage, or energy, and creating life with that state of consciousness. Yeah, cre- um, passes on that energy to the child, and therefore, what you're saying is gives gives them a less a lesser chance of really flourishing to their full capabilities. I guess is that
1: man the DNA that we take on is you know it's pretty heavy. Um,
0: because you, you essentially, you, you create that child at the state of consciousness that you're in, i.e. the the cells that you put into that child and they're resembling of where you're at in your life right yeah, then. Absolutely. Um, and so, Do you notice that
1: in your children? My third, I call her the Dalai Lama and the second is like Madonna. There you go, and it just goes to show you at the the different stages I was at. So with my third, um, my husband and I, we, we consciously um, did concept, conscious conception. Yeah. Um, so he became also a meditator. So we both de-stressed our bodies. Um, there was you know a few other things that we did. We did tantra. Did you? Yeah, we did tantra, and we went and Amazing. learnt about that. So you know, um, making love, creating love. To create a loving experience for a loving, you know, entity to come in, and then that sets the tone, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, and, you know, and tantra is all about that. It's about connection, as opposed to you know, good old penetration. Yeah. You mm. know, penetration. You think about if you're going to penetrate, what are you creating? If you're penetrating,
2: mm. if you're not yeah. connected, oh, in nice that word. In, <laughs> in that
1: act. Yeah. Um, so being conscious when we we're making love. You know, creating that space—it's an—it's actually an invitation. So there's, it's an agreement with three souls, that making love. Wow. Yeah.
0: It's powerful shit, man. man. I've even thought
1: about any of that. Yeah, Yeah. and you don't because we don't talk about it like that. No. And so it's—it's
2: so incredible. It's such an honour to create life. Did you become a doula? After your third baby? Second. Second. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, I don't know that much about it, but you help women have babies? Yeah. Give birth. Give birth.
1: Yeah. So a birth doula is someone that emotionally supports um, a pregnant woman and the father and the family during that process. Okay. In a very non-judgmental environment. Okay. Um, I don't do anything medical. I'm purely there emotionally and spiritually. Yeah, right. So basically I'm like...
0: Life, life bringing coach.
1: (laughs) I like to say I'm your I'm your sister. Okay, if or your best friend, Mm -hmm. and I fall deeply in love with you, Uh and I love you through that experience. Yeah, and hold you and make you feel safe, and nurture you, and you know we do this together. Amazing.
0: Amazing. And yeah. then that, it's that energy that feels that they, they've got their, they've, someone's got their back. You've got See, their back. I've
1: got you. Mm. You know, I've got you. And it's hard in this busy life. I mean, who gets you? Who's got you? Yeah. And the man, I mean, yes, he's obviously contributed a lot. But the men don't really know what to say, do they? Well, they do <laughs> and they, they don't. Situations. But they don't have they don't have the gear yeah. that we've got for starters. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know they don't have the you know they're not emotional. They don't have a vagina. They don't know what it's like to be pregnant. They don't mm. know all the emotions. They don't know the sensations. Yeah, we're having that experience with a woman to sit next to you and hold you. Yeah, and and just love you whatever you choose to do, I think is everybody deserves a bloody
2: doula. I agree. Everybody. (laughs) Do you do that in a natural setting or would you go into a hospital as well? I've done both. Okay. I do prefer
1: home births. Yeah. It's phenomenal.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Phenomenal. Yeah, I want to hear that. that. Can I ask another quick question? Yeah. How do your your children, um, are they all very close? I've got a sister who's... 11 years younger than me. Yeah. And I, I, it's such a great dynamic. Um, Me too. Yeah. So. We're um, best friends. Yeah. Well, I'm not (laughs) as my other two, my two sisters that are closer in age are probably better friends, but um, it's still a really interesting. Yeah. It, it, we're all very different and I think that's because of the ages but it's all, it's all a really nice family setting because we all bring something so different and also I think it's nice for my parents to have someone um, still at home because my sister's just turned 21. Things like that. Um, but I was just interested to know how your kids will get along. Isn't that funny? We're talking about age and the
1: number a lot. Oh, you
2: know, I know. In this conversation, I but isn't it, is it actually, but isn't it really interesting? Mm. Like yeah. I've,
1: I've, are you conscious of that? You've yeah. you know, you're 32, I'm 43, yes, I'm 11 years difference. So let me just tell you, my husband is 10 years younger than me. Is he? My, I love that. My best friend, who is my sister, is 11 years younger than me. Yeah. And my son, who is 16 and his 11 years difference between him and his sister. And I can see the connection with them. So mm-hmm. it's funny. I don't, mm-hmm. and you know, you're so worried about falling pregnant at 32 yeah. and now I'm 43. Like uh, this age thing. Can Let's I tell just you get where I think rid of it. First? Can I tell you where I
2: think it's from? Mm. So I'm from Adelaide. Yeah. And all of my, everyone I grew up with now is married and has kids. And I actually, until I hit 30, I wasn't concerned by that. Um, and I would go home to Adelaide because obviously we're in Melbourne um, and not feel like that was where I was meant to be, and I was really happy with where I was at. But I think when I hit 30, I just started to really become clucky. and um, It's that software that I was talking yeah, about. has downloaded. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm more now look at them with a sense of jealousy, which I didn't have at all prior to turning 30. So, um, And a lot of my friends as well are having their third kids. And when I go home, you know, they are... they don't make me feel like that as such because they're they're all very much like, oh, my God, tell me what's going on in your life and give me a break from yours. And they probably have a bit of jealousy towards the life I'm leading at the moment, but I think it very much comes, yeah, with going home and my, the gap yeah. that's created between now my life and their lives and it's becoming bigger and bigger and bigger, even though I'm really happy and settled in where I am now and I am trying to let the age thing go. Yeah. Because um, as I said, if I was 25, I wouldn't care. It's just more sure. of the
1: baby's thing. Um, I think it's just being relevant yeah okay there's people that come and go in your life yeah and some people are relevant at that time Mm -hmm. and some people that's true Mm.
2: that's very true um but but
0: that's a hard transition to go through isn't it like letting go of friends or uh, or finding new friends that get you and like you know, some some people that I really connect with, like Tom was i of a chat with on the, the other day yeah, on the phone. I can't he's pretty like hear about that. sixty or something. Yeah, I don't know how it is. I mean, he might be younger than that. <laughs> I
1: don't what? Know what Definitely saying. sixty, babes.
0: Yeah, yeah. But have
1: you seen his hands? Yeah,
0: yeah. They look like five-year-old. I oh,
1: know they're unbelievable. <laughs> he has the best skin, anyway. <laughs> anyway.
0: But like the 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 level of connection and power in that conversation, and how much we got on is like that's a good example mm. of like it's really just kind of I suppose where someone's at in their own journey and. Um, harmonize it more likely to harmonize if if you got a similar journey, I guess. But also if you've got great capability like he does to bring himself to whatever state of consciousness anyone else is in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I'm just trying to comment on the whole age thing because I'm am yeah. a, a big fan of fucking off the age.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd love. Yeah, I need to. How old are you, Jez? Thirty-three.
1: Thirty-three. Yeah. Mm. Um, just going back to what you were talking about. You were, you kind of mentioned the word jealousy, yeah. And when you go back and you're seeing your friends, then yep. naturally evolving yes. onto their third child, yeah. I I'm picking up, yep. that maybe that your hormones are just craving to have a baby.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do love babies, <laughs> and that don't I?
1: And and that you're not maybe connected with that yet. Yeah. So maybe you're already sort of in in tune with oh my my body yeah, is it, sort of like it's. These natural urges, yeah. and mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I'm not with any, anyone, and I'm not really sure where I'm that going. That could be true. But hey, so that to me sounds really womanly, yeah, and really intuitive, yeah. And I wouldn't call it jealousy. I would just say, hey, I can feel the woman urge, and mm. it sounds like you're really growing from that maiden, that young girl, into mm-hmm. that new role, and that's actually called a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. But that's huge. And a woman, do you know, women have four rites of passages in their life and they define you, and each one gets you closer to oneness. what what are they all? So the first one is from birth to, um, no, yeah, birth to childbirth. Mm -hmm. And that's called the maiden. And all of these are defined through blood. Right. So if you think of, when you get your period, or we call it the menarch, that's your first rite of passage. Okay. So birth is the first one; second is your menarch. Your relationship then with that defines how you then take going to motherhood, mm-hmm. which is also defined through blood. Mm-hmm. And then from motherhood to menopause, which then you lose that, and then from menopause to death. Right. So there's four rites of passages, and for the that. Third, sorry, that second one of your menarch sets you up. It sets you up for your relationship with your power as a woman. Mm. And not many women look at their menarch or their periods mm. as power because what does it mean if we bleed? It means yeah. that we can create. Mm. Men can't do that. No. So you know, we get really ooh and yeah. ah and like, yeah. oh, fuck, it's annoying, oh, that time of the month, and we put it down. Instead, we should be embracing it, saying, wow, I'm bleeding, I'm in my power. When I bleed, it's because I can actually create life. Can you do that, Jez? No. (laughs) No. So our perception of our menarch determines that next stage. So let's just say you grew up with, oh, I'm just going to take a neurophine. Mm. I'm just going to get on with it, mm. yeah? I'm going to take something. Kind of I'm going to pretend. It. I'm going to ignore it. This is, this is yeah, It's this is a real pain in the arse. Mm. When we go into motherhood, it's interesting how we take the same attitude into motherhood. So let's just say, oh, I'm going to have a baby. Maybe I'll look for the next intervention. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, If we were to sit down at home and nurture ourselves, eat the chocolate, turn away people, deal with our emotions, you know, accept the PMT, then that would set us up for birth where we could go in ourselves, concentrate on our birth, not looking for the neurophine, not looking for the intervention and just allow that natural flow of that womanhood. It's pretty powerful stuff when you start getting deep into it. It's That's so cool. It, it cool. really is, and yeah. then that sort of sets you up for your next relationship with menopause. Yeah, which I'm not there yet, but it, you know, it's it's fascinating. These rites of passages, Eliza, you've got to Google, you've got to research yeah. it. It will really, it will really give you a better understanding of your cycle, your womanhood, yeah. where you're at. Yeah.
0: And embracing it, I like what you're yeah. saying about not ignoring these patterns in nature that occur within us. Like that seven-year cycle, twenty-seven, twenty-eight was super dark for me. Going back to that Saturn return, dark scene. night of the soul. Yeah, and and those and coming if you once you understand that that's the rhythm of nature, you are nature. It's the rhythm of you. Then you can embrace it and 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 find great power and um, t- by taking responsibility for what you are and seeing what you are. You kind of find great power, in that, and that's what—that's you, why you're so clearly empowered. Yeah. Is because you're really taking responsibility for what you are.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, and you embrace it all. Whereas I feel like I get overwhelmed by all of it.
1: It is overwhelming. it—it yeah.
2: it, it really is. Even at
1: thirty-two, I think you know, surrounding yourself with like-minded. You know, mothers. I mean, you just said you feel so separate from them. Perhaps if you just sat with them and got to know where they're at, Mm -hmm. you you would see that there's not the gap is not that big. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's not that scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you are you in a relationship? No. <laughs> Your head
0: just sunk towards the night. But maybe
1: that's why. Maybe you're meant to do this work on yourself.
2: So oh, when yeah. you're actually ready, yeah. you will attract that's you what what I'm doing. someone who's on the same page. See, that's what I'm doing. So mm. I was getting freaked out about getting older. Yeah. Um, and then I um when twenty eighteen ticked over, I was like, I have to change up my mindset because I'm. I was just on edge, um, and I wasn't. That's. I don't want to give that vibe off. I don't want to give like desperation. desperation vibes. Mm. So I. That's why I think the egg freezing thing. Um, I. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that. The minute I made that decision, mm. I was able to let it all go because I. It still will give me that option later on in life. Whereas I was more thinking, oh my gosh, with each month that goes by there's less and less chance and I just wanted to go out and meet I just want to go out and meet someone with no time frame on anything I don't want to settle which I think is where I was headed because Mm. I was getting older and worried about that but um, yeah I actually am getting into meditation and I've been seeing a life coach and I'm just doing I'm focusing on myself and making my life the best that it can be and not worrying about all of that because, yeah, I want to be my best self when I meet. So I want to not put um, pressures on when things need to happen. And um, and
0: it really speaks to the process, honouring the process of yeah. this transition. What it the it journey, sounds, yeah, yeah, it's like you're, these uncomfortableness, this thing yeah. that you're saying that is, it's, there's a big transition going on in you. And yeah. it's very yeah. natural that it would occur because. Yes. Because like you said, Leah, the age you were at and yeah. the, the shift in your software. <laughs> I think almost. that
2: was it. I think I had a shift in software, but mm. instead of looking at it positively, I was having a full-blown meltdown.
0: You are resisting it. Yeah,
2: I was. So um, let us if you're going to hypothetically do freeze your yep. eggs,
1: what sort of message do you think you're sending out there to men? Hang on a sec. So let me just say, I know girls, yep. they put these things in their arms, To stop them bleeding. Yeah. Right? These are single girls. Yeah. And their response was, babes, I'm single. I got to be ready. Yeah. I got to be on.
2: Are you talking about the contraceptive? Yeah. I'm talking about the so they
1: don't menstruate. Yeah. But what they're doing is they're sending out pheromones. They're sending out a message to the male saying, I can't reproduce. Right. You can't marry me. I can't mother your children. Do you know what I'm saying? But they they,
2: they get that removed when they want to have kids though, right?
1: Yeah, but how are they going to meet someone if they're sending out that vibe? That guy is just going to look at them as like, oh, she's just someone I'm going to penetrate, someone I can have fun with. Not someone who could be potentially my long-term wife, my the mother of my children because you've already set... Up your body, you've geared it up in a way that you can't actually go there. So why would he actually go
2: there if you're not giving out that energy? But don't you? My experiences are that that kind of thing freaks guys out. If 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 I met someone, yeah. and I was like and said all of the things you just you said. don't have to
1: say it to him. Yeah, what I'm saying is the girls that actually have that attitude. So you're saying um, I'm going to freeze my eggs. Yes. Yeah. but you, you like I can't, like on a really deep level, you're putting out there. Hey, I'm sorted. I can hunt and nest at the same time. So, what do I actually really need you for? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I. Do you know what no, I mean? See, that's that is the egg freezing thing is just so that if I get to like forty five and I'm still single, I can still have a baby. I my ideal scenario is meeting someone and have something having the you know the normal in inverted commas, hmm. meeting someone married having a baby. Um, but you're already setting up a future the
1: What if this whole fear, yeah, <laughs>
2: you've already I set mean, it up. That is true. Mm. You've
1: already set up, you've actually gone there. You've gone there at 45, you're at 32, and you're already giving out this vibe. So you don't even know about it because you're not talking about it on a conscious level because no. that's, that's just freaky and weird. But yeah. on a deeper level,
2: you've actually already set it up. But I prefer <laughs> that vibe, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's
1: what you're saying,
0: yeah, yeah. But
2: I prefer giving off that vibe than the vibe of. I need to sit, meet someone now, and I'm desperate. And you'll do and quick. I need babies. And- I don't
0: think it's that. I think it's more. Um, I mean, from what I'm understanding, I think it's more just like I don't think it's that thing that you said then. I don't think it's this anxious thing. I I, I feel like it's more embracing
1: your and- womanhood and settling into, yeah, and just owning it. Yeah, if you're confident in owning it, just I I feel that it'll just boom. It'll just throw itself at you. Okay. Yeah. Instead so, of perpetuating, oh, this
2: what if. Okay. This fear. Mm. Yeah. Would I, you be freaked out at this age to date someone my age?
0: No. Um, it's not
2: at the back of your head, like, she's going to want certain things at certain times and it will, might be a speed. I feel like guys think that a bit. Um, mm. I feel like guys at my age mm. are looking for younger Um. Because, and this is probably me um, Mm. generalising, but because they will fear that someone of my age would put a time frame on things Mm. and want to rush things more than a younger person. So
1: I was 31 when I met my husband who was 21 and I had a four-year-old
2: and he was not freaked out at all. But the other way round of the guy... Oh, no, sorry. No, that is the exact scenario. Yeah, totally freaked out that you were. Yeah. Yeah. And if you ask him, he says that
1: it was such a huge turn on because he could see what sort of mother I was and what sort of mother I was going to be to his children. Wow. So I was already showing him the future because I had a four year old.
2: Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And this does rely on Carl's state of consciousness to be attracted to that because what Eliza's saying is a lot of people that, or a lot of men out there aren't on that level of being where they even know themselves that well. Yeah, that's and they, true. And they, they're, they're operating off this um, just feel good after feel good or next high, next game, yeah. And it's not uh, um, they're not really connected. In, in, connected or an embodied state of consciousness where they can see what's going on in themselves, let alone someone else. Mm. Um, so, that, I mean, that's what you're kind of speaking to, Eliza. Yeah. I feel.
2: I mean I need to find I need to be I need to be hanging out with different guys the ones that I see I feel like would be freaked out of mm. someone their own age or older
0: and you never know though as well like the the challenge though is you embodying what Le- that state what that Leah's talking about in terms of when you're like if you w- was to you know like where you are you know you don't feel like limited by conforming to the yeah. collective energy of Men and women out there, you Mm -hmm. you know, um, and when because it's challenging. I find that challenging with drinking, for example, like going out with friends and then not drinking or just having one drink. Yeah, because I because I just don't enjoy drinking anymore. Yeah, so having
1: shared experiences. Yeah, but do it to have shared
0: experiences, but to to to, to stay with my integrity of I don't want to get shit faced or I'm not really. I don't feel to do that. and it's fine if other people do because I did as well, and everyone can do whatever they want to do but like I'm saying is it's challenging to bring yourself to a different energy and integrate and it's yeah. very challenging but yeah. um that's that's where it heightens the value of what you your integrity it's like if you're ten years sober used to be an alcoholic and then you move in with an alcoholic for a year just to challenge yourself and, oh. and deepen oh. your conviction yeah and right. how much more empowered would that person be after a year of living with an alcoholic Jeez. having previously been an alcoholic in terms of their capability mm.
2: oh. yeah well what's your advice what would you do if you were me then you you don't think it
1: I think you're doing a great job. I think just the fact that you're articulating what you're feeling yeah. um, is awesome. You're taking ownership. Mm. You mm. just said that you're, um, you've are you got some life coaching and you're doing yeah. some meditation. Yeah. I, I, seriously, um, there's these beautiful workshops um, that expand on the rites of passages of, mm. of mm-hmm. womanhood. This is the stuff that our mums should have taught us, but yeah. they haven't, and it's deep lineage work with womanhood. And when you own, Liza, your womanhood – like when you own it, you're just going to be beating them off with a stick base. <laughs> you are going to be, and you're not even going to be doing anything. You know, they're going to be like, that chick, smell her out. I want to produce with her. She's owning it. What do you She's mean by awesome. Can you-, oh, yeah. you just come into your power. Okay. You know, you really own it. There's so many things. There's, you know, so many beautiful things. Um, Mysteries and, and and magic to being a woman, and I've got two girls, and it gives me nothing but such honor to be a woman and teaching young girls and having being responsible for daughters mm-hmm. about how to grow into mm-hmm. themselves. You know how to love a man, how to be a devo- you know devoted to your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jez and I have talked a little bit about you know playing your role as a woman in today's society. You know, I'm quite old fashioned. Yeah. I'm very traditional. Um, you know, I think the woman is, you know, stays at home, raises the children mm-hmm. and, and you know, looks after the husband. I worship my husband. Oh. I'm so devoted to him. Mm-hmm. And in return, he goes out and he hunts. Yeah. And while he hunts, I stay home and I nest. Mm-hmm. And then when he comes home from hunting, he's Stuffed, he's exhausted. And I make sure there's a meal and the house is nice and I look nice and the kids are all good. And, you know, you know, three out of five nights a week, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. that happens. But that's what I'm working towards. And I'm just appreciative and so grateful for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it took us a while to get to those playing those roles, Liza. That didn't mm-hmm. just, we didn't, f- you know, just, yeah, you know, haha, we're here. Yeah. Um, because he was 10 years younger than me, you know, I was of alpha. Mm-hmm. And he was a musician and, you know, I was, you know, very capable with this four year old, paying my own bills, mm. you know, very strong. And then, you know, Carl was, you know, he was traveling around, you know, Australia and the world and playing music. And, you know, I think he had phone credit and living with his parents, <laughs> you know, had love, you know, we've come so far. We yeah. were such a long shot, but, you know, mm. it took us, I would say a good two years to swap those roles over. So, you know, a woman playing the feminine role yeah. and the male playing the male role, you know, the alpha. And so he goes to work. And, th- and the reason why this works for us is because he can't have children. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. So yeah. when I hear, oh, we're so equal, it's like, we're not, dude. Mm. We're not equal. You don't menstruate. You don't. You don't fall pregnant. You don't birth babies. You can't feed babies on your breast. So it, it there's you have to play that role. When you accept that role and just like love it. But I have to say, it's a nice feeling as a woman to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Every woman in a relationship wants to feel safe. Mm. It's a bit like me being a doula in that process. a woman wants to feel safe, mm-hmm. and a man, I think wants to be respected, right, yeah, so you've got your mm-hmm. king, you've got your queen, and the king stands next to the queen and the and the queen she's got his back, and he goes out and hunts, and in return, she will look after his legacy.
0: Pretty big thing to look after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's powerful.
1: Yeah. So I just think, you know, sometimes we, you know, maybe we just need to honor those traditional roles as well. That's what seems to work for us.
0: It's mm. beautiful. Yeah. 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 It's right. kind of stepping into what you are and really owning it.
1: it well, and it's kind of been lost,
0: mm. hasn't it? Oh, definitely. It's not like, taught in our culture.
1: But uh, taught, it's so bizarre that you say it's not taught. Not taught to stay home and look after your children. Mm. Well, I. Did, like, is that strange? Well, I think there's so much. You, you st- have children, but now we pay other people or mm. put them in childcare. Hello, the modern day orphanage. Mm. Yeah, to raise your children. What for? So you can go out for, to work and he goes out to work. And then, you know, we've got money. Mm. It's all about, I, I feel like, I do feel it's driven by money. Mm. Mm. You know, your choices.
0: Which deeper is just greed or wanting more or something or other?
1: Well, I think it's called you know just you you you, you put your energy towards pleasures. Mm-hmm. You think pleasure will give you happiness, and happiness is really fulfillment in yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the roles that you play—the
0: temporary, like frivolous surges of of pleasure—not happy. Yeah, not happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really Houses,
1: cars, you know, all that tangible stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got to go to work because I have to, um, you know, save for school fees. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the point if you're paying for school fees when all the child really wants you to do is stay at home with them? That's the best education, isn't it?
0: So w- <laughs> why why is the world that we live in in such disarray? With I mean, obviously it's just the nature. Oh, of don't get existence. me started. Systems, yeah. systems, just <laughs> our systems. That's what I was, oh. li- I was luring you into the fuck the system. No, that would be a whole another conversation. Yeah. But um. Yes, yeah, beautiful. I think I just really want to thank and honour both of you just for o- being so vulnerable. And wait, are we done? No, not not yet. Oh. <laughs> ask more questions. But I just wanted to. I just felt like saying it then. Oh, but we can be done. If
2: no, you want. no. I, was, I was Like <laughs> wait, no, I haven't even got to the like part that I want yeah, to ask. It, right. mostly. Yeah. Um. Wait, can I ask you? Yeah. Have you discussed with Mish what your roles would be if you had a oh maybe, team no, team.
0: The thing that always overrides with me in any relationship that I see in other friends that I really love and respect is team, okay. um, is both. That's, that's the only thing we've ever discussed in terms of wanting to, wanting to be a team and be real equal as much as we can in, um, in our sharing of parenting. Um, for example, like I'd, I, don't, I don't know what that would look like, but I, just, yeah. I, I see a lot of relationships where people don't, um, they're not a team in it. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all.
2: Yeah. What would? You, what do you think about women who um, go back to work quite soon? Do mm. you you don't agree with that? Or that's an interesting one.
1: Yeah. Um, so, from my observation and my personal experience, the way that you give birth. Mm-hmm. And what happens to you in that experience, which we've already discussed is a rite of passage, sets you up. It's like... It choreographs the dance, then you play as a mother. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is if you are an alpha m- a woman, so I've come from a background of fashion. There's a lot of alpha women there. Um, they often feel more empowered by their role back at work than they do as a mum. okay. Um, and from my experience, that is because they bring in more money than the male. Right. Yeah. Um, and they don't want to go without and during that birth experience that there might have been some intervention that's taken away their power in order to um, have natural flow of that phenomenal experience of natural birth as in me- medication and... as in intervention okay so when the medical system um, and there's definitely um you know a lot of good in Um, intervention Mm -hmm. Um, but when it is unnecessary and the woman has had choice Mm -hmm. taken from them Mm -hmm. it can then take choice of their confidence and then has a ripple effect in their motherhood role right yes
2: okay that's and that's that's deep okay Mm -hmm. that's deep yeah so do you think so Where's your doula work at the moment? Are you going back into it at some point?
1: Yeah, well, I tried to go back into it with um, little Missy. She's only nine months now and I think I was like uh, four months when I went back. Um, It's a bit hard at the moment. So, you know, I've got this real urge to um, service humanity and give to my sisters, Mm -hmm. you know, in this work of doula work. But Mm -hmm. at the moment my role is... Mm -hmm. Raise the children.
2: Yeah, okay. And
1: be a devoted wife.
2: Yes, okay. (laughs) Can I ask you to talk about, so when you gave birth to your son, right, who's your first child? Yeah. Was that, how did you, how, was it natural? Was it at home or was it hospital or what was it?
1: Yeah, it was full of intervention. Okay. Yeah. And so it has had a huge effect on myself as a mother and my identity. Okay. Which is completely different to the second. Yeah. So um, it was a vaginal birth, but there was intervention that was put into place that I didn't even, let's put it this way, I, I, I didn't even work Hard, I didn't feel what I should have felt mm-hmm. in order to have that ripple effect in my m- mothering style, okay yeah mm. does that make sense that yeah. Does to me. Yeah. yeah you're a fella does that make sense to yeah, you it does, yeah. yeah, as opposed to my second child where it was full blown natural <sighs> It just, like, knocked me over, sent me out to fucking space, came back, and I was like, da-da-da-da, Wonder Woman. Okay. <laughs> so there's that saying, without pain, there's no gain. Yeah. And, and it's true.
2: Now, is this upon reflection um, that you look at that first birth like that? At the time, did you feel you weren't... Oh. Making the right decisions, or? Yeah. so
1: I was a different person. Yeah, there. Okay. you know, I was such a rookie. Yeah, and the, and a lot of my doula work, I really want to step into the you know first time mothers because I feel that they really need this information. So mm-hmm. you know, then they're informed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't informed. I didn't get it from my mother. I didn't have it from my peers. I, there was no internet really around then. You know, it was the, it, the it, that information wasn't around me. Mm-hmm. But intuitively, I wasn't seeking it out. Mm-hmm. But it's not until you actually have a child, Eliza, you get transported into a different dimension. Yeah, because it's a rite of passage. It's like being a virgin for the first time. You know, doing something for the first time, and you just don't know what it means mm-hmm. until you've actually experienced it.
2: So then, is the second birth? Because this is where this is where Jazz and I got talking. Yeah. Okay. So did you have your second and your third births? You had them at home? Yeah. Naturally? Yeah. And so what was the, which birth was the one where you were actually, did I hear you were having sex while you were? No, we were macking on.
1: Right. Um, And you can stimulate each other. So like he could stimulate your nipples because if you think of, you know, I, okay, I've got this theory. I did a lot of research with my third birth Mm Mm-hmm. Let's just imagine that you can birth the way you made this baby. So mm-hmm. we're birthing our babies the way we make babies. How do we mm. make babies? You make love. You make love. (laughs) That's right. Do you make love with the lights on, with a whole heap of people standing around with white coats on, with (laughs) with with, um, you know instruments saying you must do it like this and you've got to do it like that? And hang on a sec, (laughs) I'm just going to shine this torch in on you, on your private bits and in your eyes. And hang on a second, I'm going to gear you up to this this you know this machine and it's going to just tell me you know how the baby's going. And Mm -hmm. there's what maybe ten people in the room. Yeah, yeah. That's not how we make babies, is it? How we make babies is we make love. You know, the lights are off. It's warm. It's sensual. It's sexual. It's connecting. So if we take the same, we take the same theory into um, into birthing. If you if you're thinking of something coming out of the vagina, something going into the vagina, it's just still the same pressure you can stimulate the body to open up. Yeah? So you're getting you're getting excited during your love making. Mm-hmm. You can also expand the body right. in birth as well. Through kissing, through being intimate with someone. Or through, obviously through your with your partner.
2: I find wow. yeah. Does that I make sense? It, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, yeah, I find it mind blowing. Yeah, like, but does that make sense to yeah, you? Like, oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, like, it sounds radical, right? Yeah, I can't. No,
0: crazy to me. But like, I, I, I can see why it would be radical. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I, yeah, I can't imagine from what I've hear turning People- that pain into something pleasurable. It's it's absolutely doable. So in my last two, I did have
1: an orgasm.
2: Yeah, my that's last what two, Jess was
1: saying. Yeah, in my last two births, I did have an orgasm. Yeah. And I think through that process as well, it just – having an orgasm allows you to open up. It allows you to let go. It, it gives you surrender to the process of that feeling. So when you're, with it, you're intimate with your partner, it's the same thing. Yeah.
0: But, so I feel like I want to be, get, try to bring um, other people's ideas of what what they might be feeling about this in, and it might be something along the lines of like just to talk a bit to your journey in yourself in terms of going into the unknown because obviously you just didn't come across no, this. I didn't decide overnight. to do this
1: two weeks before I gave birth. Yeah, yeah. I devoted myself mm. when I learnt this information to the. I devoted myself to the whole pregnancy to having these experiences to bring in the child into the earth like this
2: so what kind of things were you doing
1: so I meditated. Oh, medit- okay. yeah. So I meditated twice a day. Um, I did a lot of Ayurvedic um, massage. I ate certain foods. I journaled. I read. Mm. Um, you know, I became quite, um, went very within, mm. you know, very like the time when, when you, like you menstruate, you want to just go within and you mm. eat yeah. and you read and you become cozy mm. and, and you just create yourself that space mm-hmm. of and oh. and openness. And, and I did a lot of, um, dancing as well um, obviously you've got to have a, a relationship with yourself a sexual relationship with yourself yeah. you know you honor your body you honor your sex you honor your vagina what it's about to do have that share that with your partner um, you know it's not just you know we use it to to you know sometimes get off it's there to create life let's let's nurture that during that time that nine months. Mm-hmm.
0: So you're kind of really going into what, instead of just like the most obvious version of given birth, you're kind of going into the a more sophisticated way that's really um, more elaborate in terms of its, um, I mean, it's more capable as well, I suppose. Or how would you describe the, the are there other ideas you haven't heard of yet that you, want, you think could work as well in terms of um, getting the body in the absolute optimized state to transition a life into the world
1: yeah I just de-stressing the body was huge for me you know uh, it's just staying within not going to work I in Ayurvedic they suggest that you actually don't work that um, you know you stay home and that the parents look after you the man obviously goes off to work but you you just you you stay at home and you nurture the body and Mm -hmm. don't let any other outside influences sort of come in um it's a very sacred it's so sacred Mm. so sacred Mm -hmm. you know creating that womb but in your home Mm -hmm. so when then your baby's ready you've you've created in your home you've got that energy yeah and it's It works, you know. But like I said, it's not something you just decide to do two weeks before. No, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's you're devoted to it. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: It's so cool. I remember, I remember when you um, catching up with you when you're pregnant and with your last one, and you had this. Most most women glow when they're pregnant. Yeah, but you had this like a brighter than a glow. (laughs) Like it was, (laughs) it was like this. It's very very deep. Like. Like almost like your skin was translucent, and this just this light from in the deepest part of you was just shining through your skin, because I think you, because it sounds like I mean it's proven in what you're saying yeah. is that you really go into every nook and cranny of your body and your experience of reality and your environment, and and really weed it, weed out all the weeds, yeah, and just get is embodied yeah. and is empowered as. Possible,
1: hundred and fifty percent.
0: But that I feel like we you don't want to just glades over the fact that that takes immense um, yeah. conviction and um, and strength and um, and you know really, really you know you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I in this third pregnancy, I had these beautiful waves of like just endorphins that would come over me and it was such gratitude and obviously it was through you know this soul I mean she's beautiful but she I just I could feel it I I would get waves like it was almost like I was you know on, on a state of I was a state of phenomena like mm. and it would come mm. through and I would just feel absolute bliss but it was through being still it was through being conscious it was through being available it was through being present mm-hmm. that i could actually feel it because it's a miracle it's you're actually living and breathing that miracle it's a phenomenal state with your eyes open mm-hmm You know, like people, we we do have phenomenal states through, you know, meditation, dance, recreational drugs, you know, um, yoga, pregnancy, sex. But in my pregnancy, it was, it was alive. It was constant So I had this baby constantly giving me these endorphins, constantly telling me. And before that, I had such huge uh,
2: morning sickness with my other two. So you know, it was it's definitely poles apart. And then, how? What's your state of mind when you're experiencing that morning sickness as well? Are you still trying to stay? Well, it's funny because in
1: this pregnancy, um, my beautiful teacher Laura taught me that um, morning sickness in Ayurvedic is when you're actually. Um, helping cleanse the baby's karma. Oh. Uh-huh. So you're taking it on, which is the ultimate act of love. Yeah, right. So when you know, I was experiencing that horrible feeling, mm. I knew that it was obviously, I was, you know, it was working. Sacrifice. Yeah. You're, you're taking yeah. on their... And taking on their, yeah, their bad karma. Wow.
0: Mm. That's a beautiful way to look at it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it kind of made things go, oh, okay, not so bad now. And I suppose if we <laughs> break it
0: down, because karma is just cause and effect of energy transference. So if, if, if there's, there's that energy releasing from their anatomy and you're absor- of course you're going to absorb it. And then it has a physical manifestation of
1: That's what you want. You want your baby to come into this next world, into the earth. Kind of
0: purifying them. Yeah.
1: yeah. Completely. Yeah. Superhumans.
2: So and <laughs> all of this process started, you even said, before conception. Can, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, as you say, even the lovemaking part is part of it's huge. the whole process. That's the
1: invitation. Oh,
0: and can we go back to that for, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. that the balance of giving birth while feeling an orgasm must be, an, it feels paradoxical or it feels like just yeah. opposite. It and, was
1: fucking weird. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Like I was like, no way. This is happening. This is happening. Oh my goodness. And So, you know, in birth, you've got 10 centimetres that you have to dilate for the baby to actually, you know, come out of the birth canal. Mm. So it's the actual dilation process that's so full on. While I was able to have that experience, I dilated like that. Really? So that, so therefore, you know, what can be, I don't know, 12 hours was an hour for me. No. Yes. Yes.
0: That's bonkers. And
1: and so that's what I'm saying is this stuff is like a hidden kept secret. If women were learnt to honour their sexuality and their sensuality through their labour and with their partner, it opens you up. It helps you dilate. It makes total
0: sense mechanically.
1: It it does. Like, Yeah. yeah, if you're making love, you get wet, you get moist, you know, and it does the same thing when you're having a baby. But Some,
0: yeah. Sorry, but where do you go inside yourself to yeah. be able to bring those two energies in? Like, I mean, I feel like I'm super green, obviously, in this. Yeah. Also, because <laughs> I'm not a woman.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't experienced it, but I feel like I would. Again, this is all to, I, I'm sure to do with mindset and the preparation. But from what I hear, you just like get off me so, and stay. so
0: much pain and yeah, yeah, pain yeah right. and
1: like yeah. So it's interesting. I think it's I, I can't. I don't know how to quite articulate it, but it would be very similar to making love. So when you're on, when you're making love with your partner, do you think, oh, there's something in me? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, great. Oh, it's a, you know, it's the same thing. Right. You just surrender, right?
0: Uh, but then do you- let
1: go, R- Right ride it literally. Yeah, you're riding your husband. You're riding these waves of contractions or surges, right? They're waves that are coming through you, opening you up, helping you dilate. If you just surrender to it, through movement, through touch, through kissing, yeah, like it's like you can do it. It's so doable. So you're riding the pain waves. So let's, yeah. There's waves. There's waves. That's what phenomena is, isn't it? It's a wave. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, it's a wave. So when you hook onto that wave, right, and you're hooking onto it and you you just sink into it, you sink into it, you close your eyes and then it just, you're in it. And I don't think it matters whether it's pain or pleasure. It just is. Okay. Right.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, does that? Is that help? Yeah, oh, I suppose I, 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 it's really hard to articulate oh, phenomena. Yeah. Oh, God, your yeah. personal phenomena. Well, I suppose experience. I
0: I, I can relate to the <laughs> sense of when I've been in deep in pain in uh, post surgery when my lung was done, and I suppose that phenomena of that completely in the unknown, uncomfortable, in agony, thinking you might die, um, it, it it comes in waves, and or it's an intense pain, or like if I wasn't on medication, I can't even imagine what, how painful it would have been, but. The, w- w- the, from what I could sense of the pain, yeah, it is a phenomena of waves and rhythm and then it comes and spikes and then it disappears. Yeah. And if I suppose if I, like, I think if I went through that again, I would much more consciously, Im- imbra- like, I suppose when I jumped in, I'm jumping around a bit, but mm. just trying to relate to it <laughs> as a man. Like when I jumped in a nice bath the other day, I, I jumped in it about three years ago and mm. I was, my whole brain was like, fuck, ah, shit, th- what can I do? Got to get out, got to get out, when can I get out? Ah, mm. ugh. And then I jumped in it after, like, I've been meditating for about six years, so this was another three years on on top of that. Um, I about two months ago, and I was in agony, like it was so painful, but my mind just went whoo, as calm as anything yeah. and I was just witnessing my pain. I was like, I'm in so much pain. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. And and, and I <laughs> so I change you yourself. Yeah, just I just changed my relationship to pain. Yeah. Um, and I suppose I'm just trying to relate to what it would be like if I was in your position. And I suppose I mean, way one, I'd probably feel quiet nervous about this climactic point that we're going to and, and make sure I'm going to have to perform, you know, I, I, I suppose you just have trust in yourself. Like if you knew you're capa- capable of embracing your pain and riding it with pleasure or, or not even, you wouldn't even want to call it pleasure. you like with love and um, you you must be, mm. re- you really, you've really mastered your anatomy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's about um, doing the work and le- deleting all all the fears that come with it. Yeah. Yeah. I would that's be exactly like that, yeah. yeah. And you need to and that's the work. Yeah. Right. That's the work Absolutely. that needs to be done. And you know, breath and movement. Mm. But being, So you
2: felt pain, it's not about not wow. feeling pain, it's about just embracing it and Correct. managing it. Correct. And, yeah. So I could
1: feel it and it, it goes up, you know, it goes up from first to second to third gear. You're and crazy. It, and layers. it goes up and you and you just go, Oh, it's on like it's fuck, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is wild, you know. And you're getting cooked. It cooks you, right? It's and so, but you've just got to just go right. It's not like you can walk through the door and go, nah. I'm gonna walk back out. You just have to. You have to. And then, you, but you know, on a really, you remember why you're doing this. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Because you're creating life. You're about to birth life. Whoa. So it's so it's so cool. Yeah. It's so okay. Mm. Do you wow. rem- do
2: you remember every part of it?
1: It's funny, you know, when you think of certain events, and I talk about this with other mothers, you remember every second yeah. of it. I could talk about my birth, detail, detailed, detailed, you know, for hours. But then other things, I can't even remember. Mm. I just think it's it's so it has such a huge imprint on you as a woman and obviously okay, your i want to come back here and talk to you once you've had your baby i want to like
2: <laughs> I, I want to oh have man. this conversation think, with you i think i'll need to chat to you if i get pregnant in the lead up i think Many i'll need you as a daughter, like honestly um did you and so your husband obviously did a lot of work as well in, oh yeah. Of, yeah
1: look his work was he goes out and hunts and again he played the role yeah you know and this is my role yeah. But he, that's so was why he, he good in
2: the moment? Oh, he was mo- awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty open.
1: He's a bit, oh, here we go. Yeah, all right, Leah.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay, I love that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. But he
1: trusts me. Yeah. That's my job. That's yeah. why he chose me because he knows that I'm a great mother. He knows I'm an awesome, powerful woman and that I'm going to embrace this and that I'm bringing his legacy into the world yeah. the best way I know.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what do you? So cool. and, okay. you, and you want to ins- You want you want your man to feel inspired, yeah? Yeah. So when you have intervention, and and it, that's I mean, I've experienced it, so I can talk about it. There, I wouldn't say there is as much inspiration as there is seeing your woman own it. Yeah. 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 I bet. Yeah, and he, he, you know he. he he was in insp- He's yeah. He was What's, inspired.
0: Oh man, it's like it's it's the most. It pro- I can't think of a more important thing to occur in as far as what we know in our personal existence of yeah. humans, like, than given creating a life, manifesting a life, and just poop a human being <laughs> yeah. into yeah. experience to experience what you've just experienced, correct? Like, or you know, their own experience of life. Yeah. it's just, and and the fact that you like. Own it, like this is your job, this is your work, this is your craft, this yeah. is your um your, your reason for being, this is your purpose. Yeah. Diving deep on how good can I get at this? Yeah. Um you like of course the man's gonna go do you do your work? Yeah. How can I? Yeah. I do what you need. You? Yeah,
1: you got this, babe. You got this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And and it
2: makes me feel good. Yeah, it makes me feel good that yes, he's proud of me. Mm. Yes, and so you will. Yeah. And so you're saying then, imparting all that wisdom and stuff, and talking about the experience that you've had. You share that with your. You're going to share that with your children.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, especially my daughters, you know, um, showing them about how to own your body, Yeah. what your body can actually do. So you actually do. talk
2: about the conceiving? Well, and... when they're old enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: abs- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: So to... I've never thought about talking about it with my parents and to me it's more of an awkward like, oh, I don't want to know this, but it's really interesting that you see it a different way and I I love that you see it like that. They're
1: called women's circles. Yeah. Yeah. They're sacred. Yeah. They're not called men and women's circles. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. This is secret women's business and we get together and we share and we talk about these things.
2: So can I just – just to sort of summarise. So when you were 31 and you met your husband, mm-hmm. were you – did you know – so so did meeting him then motivate this whole chain of events in terms of wanting to have a baby and how you were going to do it? Or did you already know that you were capable of that? Or how did it work? I just want to know your mindset as a 31-year-old. Um, and then – so, just just in terms of where I'm, where I'm at, yeah. so would it have, so for with you, yeah. well you met him and you're like, oh, you're amazing, and then, oh, I want to have more children, yeah, and yeah, then I, definitely. okay, so you didn't know prior to meeting him that this is what you were capable of? I was very anti
1: children. You know, I'd been okay. hurt. I've just come out of a divorce. Right. I'd been in some traumatic relationships. I was okay. like, oh, no, this is hard work. Obviously, yep. I had. Um, a different experience with my first because of my choices were taken away from me okay yeah so my power in my role as a mm-hmm. mother was very different mm-hmm. when i met the partner the man i felt safe okay yeah and loved i let go mm-hmm. and
2: and i think it does help <laughs>
1: Yeah. You know, you've got to find the right partner. And did you
2: become a doula in there is that did you become a doula as, after as... the second? Okay.
1: So the first child with my um my husband now.
2: And is that because of your experience? Oh, yeah. You're know, like, "Okay, this is what I want to do." Yeah, I've, okay. I have found it. Right. And I've done so
1: many things. Mm-hmm. Tried put, you know, put different hats and play different roles and this one here, like this role, it just it just Like vibrates through me, and I Mm -hmm. love it. Yeah, right. And I and I just yeah, I just I love I love talking to women like yourself, and I hope that you know I've encouraged you and I've inspired you, and you might be looking at things differently now. yeah. Yeah, and I think what I know is actually. It's pretty radical. I don't feel like your everyday kind no. of generic chick knows no, what's going on or what or what's capable yeah. of owning this and yeah. how
2: important it is. Oh, absolutely. Because my idea of all of it is I think about it in a fearful way. I think about pain. I think about being scared and worried about the uncertain, the unknown. And we want to get Um, rid of all of that, Liza. Yeah, absolutely. There's lovemaking and kissing
1: and legacies and womanhood and
2: sisterhood, and it's all good. Yeah. I, that's And it's also inspiring to me to know that as well, like it's about meeting the right person and what they can sort of bring out in you, in you a bit. And, yeah. um, Doing the work. Yeah. Got to yeah, do the work. Yeah, absolutely. So you don't mm. meet drongos. No, well, exactly. I think that's part of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> the drop kick that I've had <laughs> in my life.
0: But you're right in terms of we ma- we, we attract what we yeah. where we're at. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like if, yeah. if I'm in a fearful state, I'm going to attract a fearful woman probably. Yeah, I, 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 but but um, you know. So I'm not saying you are in that, but no, know.
2: no, abso- no, and I'm learning as well, and I want to go out into the world with a mindset that attracts the right people as well. Yeah. So you think so? Your advice to me: so go out there, do do more, learn about myself, keep progressing in that sense, but go out there, be confident, own everything, don't be worried about giving off vibes that I have this idea will intimidate guys and make them want to run in the other direction
1: I'm a 32 yeah you're 32 yeah you're a woman I can't wait to have kids yeah right like own it like how awesome yeah I can't wait like I can't wait to fall in love with someone okay I can't wait to you know be connected with him so much that we're going to create offspring awesome right win like that's a cool conversation. Like, why does that have to be? Why yeah. does a desperation have to be attached to that? Yeah, well, I think I, I think it's. When, yeah.
0: I, I think the difference is when you express those things with non-attachment to outcome. Like, it's just my preference. Yeah, and when I express those things with I need an attachment yes, to yeah, outcome. yeah, yeah.
2: That's true. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Mm. More like an excitement and like yeah, what yeah, amazing yeah. things lie ahead rather than yes. like I need kids, I want kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you going to give them to me when? <laughs> now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Dic, 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 yeah. 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 And, and I think, again, if you're confident in
1: yourself as a woman, so those moon songs and those rites of passages, men men can see that.
2: Yeah. Can- so you meet, you meet your husband and you decide – you didn't have kids – you didn't decide you wanted kids till about – it was it seven years did I do the maths right after you met him? Yeah. Something um, like that. And so that you just decided because of your first birth that that's just not what you wanted again. No. So that's when you started you start looking into other options. And Oh, well, I wasn't – what do you mean by looking into like, other options? how did you find out that – did you just – yeah, how did you find out about – Home births and then what you needed to do, and yeah. um, even the the, con- the conception part is important because yeah. you even made that decision prior to getting pregnant. Yeah, uh, it's it's just life. Okay, just life,
1: and okay. it just takes you on a ride. And and if you get little snippets, mm-hmm. you hook onto it. Okay, and yep. just don't ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, the more radical and the more out there. Um, At the moment, I'm pretty anti-systems. So um, I'm kind of like hooked in that little, you know, area. So that kind of leads leads me on to more, opens the doors and the windows and I'm just Mm -hmm. so much more Mm -hmm. open to the possibilities Mm. rather than allowing, you know, fear and systems and processes. But that are put into place. I now naturally um, go. Mm, Questioned.
2: Yeah, I don't think so. And it wasn't. <laughs> a, and it wasn't a switch. <laughs> it wasn't a switch as as such. It's been a process. It's been a process, definitely.
1: Okay. And you know, things like the meditation, and um, you know, just changing my lifestyle, and surrounding myself with different people. Mm-hmm. Um, those conversations are being, you know, they've been held, so you, you can you can kind of you know take in what you want and then have your own experience. Yeah. And that's the beauty I was talking about with oh, with Jez as well is you know we can learn so much in this life yeah mm-hmm. and especially from our parents, our friends, you know our DNA, the outside influences. but I think the best thing to oh, the best thing for me that I've experienced is having my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like yeah I can read about births. And I can hear about births. Mm. Just go and have your own. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and then you can just have your own open eyes experiences mm. rather than relying on other people to dictate your truth. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely.
0: And, and I think a big one, and it's just not right enough systems for system's sake. It's actually, I think, what you're doing is actually dissecting and questioning why it's there and why is that system come into place. And then you can actually break it down and go, oh, okay, well, that's only in place because of this control or like safety or um, which can remove.
1: Correct. If I listened to the system, there's no way I would have had those beautiful experiences. Mm. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I listened to the system the first time around and it didn't work. And I can tell you it's completely different.
2: Do you ever think about – I know this is a weird (laughs) thing for me to ask. Do you ever think about if you hadn't gone to that party, like the different journey that your life would have taken? Because I know you were saying that you would not wanting more kids at that point. Yeah. That's kind of scary because yeah. I was pretty loose back then. Okay, <laughs> so you yeah, so you were loose, and but then okay, yeah. I'm glad yeah, I met him. Yeah. so glad, that's I, what's yeah, just get yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah,
1: is yeah, definitely my partner. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, so it's let's so give him important. all
2: the credit then. No, <laughs> <but, laughs> no, but seriously, He'll no, be so, listening so, to this, mm-hmm. go yes. <laughs> so it's just it's so important to have the right person by your side, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And in the deepest part of you knows what that is, and it will yeah. hunt it all hunted out intuitively.
2: Well, then you can be the team that you talk about, Jez. Mm-hmm. That, Do you think that team? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Do you think you can have a baby by yourself? I think you can. Yeah.
1: Um. I feel like I did in my first. Okay. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I was definitely more lonely in the relationship than I was out of it. Yeah. And I definitely, you know, raised this that baby all by myself, mm-hmm. and I was a single mother mm. for a long time. So, yeah. We can hunt and nest at the same time. Okay, good.
2: Okay, that's good. Also, as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. um, I feel like we should probably wrap it up in a minute. Um, I just feel real thankful that you're like I. Your knowledge comes with so much power because you've it's come through experience and research, Mm. and um, that's why I feel like it's such potent wisdom for people to soak up. And I just want to thank you heaps for sharing so openly.
2: Yeah, yeah, knowledge is power. I think as well because it's not that I'm not open to things. No, I'm very think open. I know. Yeah, I just don't think I know. Yeah. I know enough. I don't yeah. think you've ever met someone like possible. me to have no. this conversation. <laughs> no, well, and that's how, how is that that
1: you're a woman and you don't talk about this stuff with well, no, other exactly. women?
2: Well, I, do you know what I do? But everyone, most people I know, have been through the experiences that are that are just you know your typical experiences with interventions like mm-hmm. you talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so mm. it's so important I think that you do gain knowledge it's, because
0: It's kind of like you the the field that we surround ourselves yeah. to it's like the fact is Alea is a radical. Like she's yeah. a, she's a pioneer on the out, outer out of cusps of existence, yeah. and I moving come, into the unknown.
2: <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't come across <laughs> enough people like you. Yeah. Um but also I think, you know, our dads are doctors as well and so a lot of that comes from what, you know, western yeah. medicine yeah, yeah, yeah. has been my yeah. life. Um but yeah, I, as I say, I'm fascinated. I talk to a lot of women about their births, but it's all always pretty much the same. Yeah. Um and but as well interesting learning about also how important the conception part is as well. And, and even and your relationship with your, menstru- your, yeah, your menstrual yeah. cycle as well. Yeah, I mean, even as that well. as a woman as a whole and everything you experience. Yes. Um, and taking what you would normally associate and what you've kind of grown up associating with those elements and changing up how you look at them and yeah. how powerful that can be. It's really interesting. You said your dad was a doctor. Yeah.
1: And you have a mum? Oh yes, yes, and,
2: and she's did, she's and, a nurse. A an nurse. And
1: did she ever teach you any of these mysteries or, you know, magic of of womanhood that Do we've you know, talked about? It's funny.
2: She's actually she is actually very open and she's interestingly more embracing of natural mm. remedies and techniques and things like that. Strangely, I was just a closed-off person growing up, and I don't know what that is. I was embarrassed to talk about periods and boys, mm. and that's not because I don't know where that's come from, it, because it's not. I think that's it, just, just my own insecurities and embarrassment. Because my mum and even my dad, they they were quite open quite and stuff. Open. So it's a weird.
1: You it's might just have a to do the work thing. there. Well,
2: I do, and yeah. I have. I actually have come a long way from mm. where I was. Mm. I now am more comfortable with my mm. parents mm. talking about it myself. Yeah. Um, but even with your girlfriends? Like- oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more, yeah, it's just me yeah. that's had to open up okay. more than anything. Um. But I did come from a very sheltered, you know, school, community, town yep. as well, which contributed contributed to it. Um. Yeah. But I, I have, don't you think, from when you first met me, however yeah, yeah, many, me seven years ago, mm. I was... Super judgmental and close-minded and mm-hmm. critical, and but I had potential. Liza, you think? <laughs> <laughs> I had potential. You're always beautifully. Oh, <laughs> I love.
0: You remind me of my sisters because my older sister is very, very open and yeah. says what you think and yeah. wears what you feel. I can, and I can and I, own yeah. my mistakes. Yeah, yeah, and, and you my own misgivings. It. Exactly,
2: yeah, exactly. So, but I, I am opening myself up more and more and I love learning about Mm, mm. the other side of the coin a bit
0: Mm, Mm. mm. you're very curious
2: I am curious Mm, mm, (laughs) um So, yeah, this has been amazing. Good. Absolutely. And if I do have a baby, yeah. I would love you there, I <laughs> feel.
0: Dude, you looked at though. me when you said that.
2: No, <laughs> I was like, no, sorry. Yeah, when we have a baby, Jess, <laughs> this is where it's gone. Yeah. No, and, um, Jess, when you get home, you
1: should just make a baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll raise your I baby. Yeah. That's
2: word, <laughs> <laughs> you raise um, because that's, yeah, it's it's just, yeah, Word, I'm just I've am i got everyone hooked. Yeah, <laughs> having babies. I mean, it's a long way from where I'm at. Obviously, just quit your job, but everyone, and yeah, just make babies. Just have a baby, but it's just
1: yeah, that's the real job. That's the real Man. work.
2: Man, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for being so open and answering everything. You're amazing. You're inspiring. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Yes. Thank
1: Thanks, you. guys. Thanks.